Welcome to the podcast for the women, where I get real with you about the real struggles we as women have. It is my mission to remind you of the powerful, beautiful, worthy woman within and shine light on the food and body struggles that we all go through. I especially shine light on orthorexia, an eating disorder not well known nor talked about. Plus, you're going to get a whole lot of inspiration and empowerment along the way. Let's do this thing. It has been a minute. And if you're wondering where I've been, my dad died. Yeah. Shocking, devastating, just all of the emotions, all of the feelings. It's a lot. But we're in such a time right now where a lot of people are experiencing grief. And so I wanted to take the moment to talk about it to talk about grief and to talk about how it actually shows up and to talk about what happens when we're going through grief and we're dealing with food struggles. I'm going to tell you a lot about what I've been experiencing as I'm moving through grief and how that has changed my eating habits and comments that people have been making to me and a lot of the helpful things and then a lot of the unhelpful things for you if you are going through grief or if you know someone who is going through grief, this is going to help you navigate those waters a little bit better. No one ever knows really what to say in a time like this, right? No one has the answers. No one has the words. There's really not much another person can do for us while we're moving through grief, except to offer support, an ear to listen, a shoulder to cry on, a hug, food. The smallest things I've been finding have been going the longest way. Check-in text, check-in calls, friends picking me up to go to the beach, someone bringing food over, invites to you know, I got an invite to hang out on Super Bowl Sunday, and even though I wasn't up for it, I really, really appreciated that. So as I'm moving through this, I'm two weeks in and I'm learning, the biggest word right now that is in my brain is allowance. Allowance of the shitty feelings, of the feelings of this is going to be impossible to get through, the feelings of this hurts so bad I cannot breathe, allowing them and allowing them to move through you, not holding on to them, not resisting them, not fighting them, allowing them. Also allowing the days you don't feel like getting out of bed, the mornings that it takes you until noon to shake off this heaviness that you feel, the days that you go to bed crying, the days that you can barely get through work or simple tasks like doing laundry or making yourself food, allowing all of that without shame, without self-beat up, and with a whole lot of grace and compassion. I'm always talking about grace and compassion. And when we are grieving, I mean, if you live in America, you know we get five days tops for bereavement. As if we're expected within five days to be just good, jolly, back at it, back on the normal grind. And that's actually not 
realistic at all. So please give yourself grace even when other people might not understand and the world feels like it is trying to get you to just go back to being how you were before this happened because it rocked your world and there is no going back. Now it is about creating new normals and navigating how in the hell to do that right now. So grace and compassion. And then when it comes to food, to food and to exercise, again, allowance. When this first happened for the first week that I was home, I spent maybe four days home with my family in Pennsylvania, and then I came back to California. And that's when I was really processing. That's when I was really going through it and still am. But for the first week that I was home back in California and allowing myself to go through all of these feelings and not wanting to get off the couch. And honestly, I watched the Great British Breaking Show like all day. The only things that I wanted to eat were ramen noodles, mashed potatoes, or sushi for whatever reason, sushi was in there. But it's not uncommon for us to want very bland, very easy to digest foods when we're grieving because our stomach can only handle so much and oftentimes we don't even want to eat, right? Like we have no appetite, nothing sounds good, we don't even want to eat. So, when we're going through periods of time like this and we struggle with food, a lot of the shame and the guilt can come up of, I'm not sticking to my diet. I really am not in the mood for vegetables or smoothies or anything that maybe we normally tried to get into our days or weeks. And we want a lot of things that, here's what I found. We want a lot of things that are one, like very simple or two, remind us of childhood. We can take a lot of comfort in feeling like we get these glimpses back into our childhood of when things are easier and the pain wasn't there and all the stress wasn't there. So I've also been really drawn towards cereals lately because that reminds me of my childhood. So if there's one thing that I can give you during this time is you have enough to think about and worry about and stress about and cry about don't let food be one of them. Allow yourself to eat whatever your body is asking for in that moment. I was talking to a friend and her thing was like buttered toast, which to me, I was like, I didn't even think of that. Like that sounds amazing. Whatever you can stomach and whatever you're feeling, because I know you probably don't even have an appetite and that's okay. And our bodies need the fuel. We are grieving. We are freaking crying and it's a lot and our bodies do need the fuel. So I really encourage you to continue to eat, but eat what you can and eat anything that you feel like you can eat. You know, steak was out of the question for an entire week. Not that, not that that's even part of my daily food intake, but it was just like anything that felt heavy, I did not want. So allowance, 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 allowance with food and it's okay. If it looks way different than it has ever looked or than it has looked in a while, it's okay. Like you have to remember you're a part of your world just came crashing down. So grace, babe, grace. And the other part to this is actually exercise. 
I really want to, again, offer you that allowance and that permission. If you're not feeling like you want to be back in the gym lifting heavy weights or if you want to go on a run, like I honestly stopped all of that in 2020, but I picked up walking because I was like, this feels good for me right now. And I didn't even want to walk. Like, I still don't. But I get moments where I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to get fresh air and I'm going to move my body because it's really important for us to move these emotions through us. But it's okay if it looks different right now. Like the thought of getting in my car and driving to the ocean feels way too exhausting. So I will either walk around my neighborhood, not walk at all, or a friend will come pick me up. And that's okay. I think the biggest thing that I've needed to hear from other people and myself in this process is like, you have permission. You have permission to let it take as long as it's going to take, to feel whatever you are feeling, to eat whatever feels good and that you can actually stomach, and to move in any way that you want. And if that means not moving, that's okay too. This is not the time to bring in self-beat up and really strict rules with ourselves. And I'm going to share one story with you as a way to just wrap up this short episode on on grief and how we how we navigate it, especially when we are struggling with food. I have a lot of well-intentioned people in my life. I really do. And People who are well-intentioned are not always self-aware of what they might be saying and how that might affect people. So I'm a big proponent of not commenting on people's bodies. And I have gotten a few comments lately of, oh, you look like you've lost weight. And I'm thinking in my head, like, no, duh. I don't have an appetite. And I'm doing my best to eat, but like, it's a struggle. And so, yes, I may be losing weight. Not intentionally, but yes. The problem with this is for someone who's not secure enough in the weight that they're in and the body that they're in and not out of their eating disorder enough to not allow this comment to affect them, this can have someone spiral right back into an eating disorder, right back into eating disorder habits. And it's these comments like that that fuel it right? Like if you're already struggling and then someone's commenting on how you've lost weight, you attribute that to, well, I lost weight because of this habit. So if I just keep doing this, I'm going to keep losing weight and people are going to continue to notice. And that is exactly what is wrong with commenting on people's bodies is we never know what we are actually praising and what we are celebrating in their life. Because Yes, while well-intentioned people want to celebrate weight loss, they may not know that they're also celebrating someone starving themselves. So this is your reminder to really put your, your, your guards up in terms of comments that people make and really stay firm in knowing you need food, you need fuel, and this has nothing to do with weight loss. And please do not get sucked into thinking, oh, this is an opportunity. (laughs) It's not an opportunity. This is about you healing and about you getting back to 
a new normal. One that does not include you creating or deepening an eating disorder. So please stay strong in knowing all of the things, all of the work, all of the resources that you've done and know of and have about eating disorder recovery and staying on the other side of it. And this is also your reminder to be very aware of the comments that you're making to people and how they might affect them. We never know what we are praising behind the scenes. So please be aware of the comments that you're making to people. And I think I'm going to do another podcast episode on this with examples of what we can say instead of commenting on someone's appearance. So stay tuned for that. But just know there are so many other things we can compliment about a person, especially in a time like this. Commenting on their strength. Commenting on their ability to overcome. Complimenting them on their courage and their bravery through this time. That goes a really, really long way. And it means a lot more and is a lot like has no destructive side effects to commenting on someone's weight. If you are experiencing grief right now, my heart goes out to you. I understand. I feel it. I know what you're feeling to some degree. And I'm here with you. I am walking this road with you. My email is in the show notes. Please reach out if you feel compelled to. And keep fighting, babe. We are going to get through this.